This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Welcome to Technology Thursday. Hi, Dwayne. That's Dwayne's voice on there. Dwayne played hooky yesterday. Didn't I did. Actually, he played he, he, he played yesterday. He played hooky next Monday. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's that's still messing with me. We are the time travelers. We are. We are intentionally time traveling. Now, what I want to know is what in the world is going on. With Elon Musk's Technology Thursday, we got to lead off with this. Two things that I saw, I'm too busy to look at the news. And so I'm glad that Glenn and, and has had the time. Dwayne hasn't had time. Either. Dwayne, Glenn's got to keep us up on the news today, just today. But I did see that there's some kind of ridiculous lawsuit in Delaware where Elon Musk was denied pay for running Tesla. Uh, yeah. you know, that's what it looked like to me. Uh- and well, that's 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 exactly what it is. You know, he was gonna he had a pay package that if he hit certain goals, uh, they were gonna pay him big bucks. Now it's a it's a you know stock deal kind of thing, if, if I'm not mistaken. But it, it potentially is basically worth about fifty five billion dollars. And the judge in Delaware said, nope. There, there was a lawsuit by one of the board members, I believe. When you had the, the majority of the board voted, yeah, he gets it, he made it, and 80% of the stockholders agreed. Okay. So, uh, this judge says, nope, no, taking it away. Basically stole Elon's money, basically is what, what it's from a private company, I might add. Yeah, that's stealing. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's because judges, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, have a little too much power sometimes. <laughs> and uh, the the thing that is most, it, it's just so, it's gobsmacking, but this judge is a Biden uh, oh. friend, influencer, uh, and uh, worked on the campaign and worked on uh, the, uh, before becoming a judge, was a uh, uh, operative with the Democrats in this thing. And, you know, if you look into our audience might be asking, why are they incorporated in Delaware? Do they do any business there? Well, no, Delaware has corporate laws that, uh, and no sales tax. So it's, and they also have a special system of courts. And James, you can stop me here if I'm talking out of turn that just deals with corporate law. And supposedly these judges who just deal with corporate law are well-versed. You know, in the 2A community, you have to basically educate a judge about what a gun is in, in a lot of cases um, because they don't really understand, you know, you know, the gun shoots more than one bullet at a time while off a clip, you know, they, they don't have any idea. So you have to educate them. Well, these judges are supposedly very well-versed in corporate law, and therefore they get things. If someone brings a suit against them, it happens 
quicker and more efficiently and cost less. Well, uh, you know, Elon being Elon, this morning tweets out, says, I'm thinking about incorporating in a different state. I'm thinking maybe Texas. I, I will put a vote on X, and if it, whatever the vote says, I will do. And, of course, everybody overwhelmingly voted for, yeah, go to Texas. And he said, okay, we'll start the process of doing that this morning. I mean, that's exactly right. And, and, and the same thing goes with what happened to Trump or is happening to, no, yeah, happening to Trump over this uh, valuating, uh, giving a value to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, who's going to want to do business in New York if this is what they're going to do if they get pissed off at you, if they don't like you? They're going to take, they're going to shut you down. They're going to take your business away from you. Yeah. Why would you, Delaware is going to die from this. That because. I well, well, I mean, I don't. I don't. There's one freaking judge been appointed by our, our friend of Obama and, and Biden goes and does something that's destroying the livelihood that Delaware has had by being business friendly. This guy doesn't care. There, who's, who is it that's, who is it wants to split the baby? I can guarantee you it's not the people of Delaware. No, uh, I, I would agree, James. But like I said, this is the problem in welfare. You know, it how can, do we stop it? How do we shut it down? It, it, it could happen in Texas. Mm-hmm. Moving to Texas doesn't work. Doesn't make it work. It doesn't make I it agree. Work. I agree. Texas is a very business-friendly state, I will say that. They are, but Delaware has been up until today, until this week. And that and I and, and okay, was this appointed judge or elected? I'm not sure, James. I think appointed, but I but don't quote me on that. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I, you know, I'd, I'd I'd hate to punish the people of Delaware over a rogue judge. That's all I'll say there. I I I, I don't know. Punish a rogue judge? Maybe that'll happen. That would be good. Well, I've been telling you that I think this is all unethical. You know, and what's going on has been is totally unethical. That's what's making this uh, Mark Stein litigation so interesting to me is the judge has been very fair on the on allowing questioning and allowing evidence that disputes, you know, the the, the woke the Green Deal evidence. I mean, it's it's it's, it's he, he has said that hockey craft has been fraudulent. Hockey stick, hockey stick yeah, is is is. Um, Fraudulent, and he's and the judge is letting you put it in there, and, and you know so so, uh, you know that it's possible to get good judges. I just don't know how often. I don't know how the, I don't know how the jury's going to rule. I will say this that uh, that one of the reporters said that one of the uh, one of the jurors laughs at Stein's jokes <laughs> when Stein says something funny. They he laughs, but anyway, back to that. That is, to me, uh, lawfare at its worst. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, that judge doesn't like Biden. I mean, he doesn't like. Um, well, they're after Elon because he does, you know, basically all this stuff from the Biden administration started immediately when Elon took over and said it's going to be a free speech platform. It's so obvious. And it's just. Right, well, before, yeah. we're going to get to Neuralink, and this might be all tied together with this guy. Uh, you know, I, I did practice and play around. I practice. I fooled around with Twitter maybe even a week longer. I wanted to see if there was any way I could like it. And I'm going to tell you guys without any – this is all anecdotal. You don't have to – you can argue away with me on it because I'm not going to take a, a hard stance on this thing for sure. 
But I think that Twitter is just as bad for you as TikTok or any of the others. I don't. I, I here's the thing. I, I spent yesterday hours on a few pages just working on that to get that thing just perfect and, and right. My mind can stay focused amazingly on reading things and, and 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 whatnot, not because I'm smart, but because I think I've stayed away from social media. And I think social media is eating the brains of people. And I think that they're learning to just they, they, they thumb through that thing. And I've done it now. I see exactly what you're doing. You're thumbing through this thing. You've seen some of you haven't seen some. You don't like it. Just move on. You like it. Then you get this snippet of three paragraphs and then you move on. And, and you might have a, a, a video to watch, but it's 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 fragmenting your brain. And I, I, I will say this, that movies started doing that a few years ago. I don't know which one did it first, but you can't focus on a movie anymore. Watch out. No, those things is flash, flash, mostly. flash, 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 flash. They're fragmenting our brains. I, I, that's anecdotal. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that, but I don't have any. I, I've not done a study. It's not been submitted. I'm submitted to peer review now. <laughs> All right, well, I, I have a question for you, James. Is Thanksgiving one of your biggest meals of the year? Um, yeah, I guess. I got. I mean, I, I guess I never gave it any thought. It's always a big meal. Well, it has it has a ver- quite a variety of items on the plate, right? Yes, yes, you can't. Eat all it's an indulgence. It's a it's a it's an edible indulgence day. Yeah, all right. So, I agree. do you eat all of one item at a time before you move on to the next? Sometimes. I I think that different people have different enjoyments, and you may take a bite of this, bite of that, and the movies are doing that in a way, mentally. So some people like to stay focused and some people like to scatter around and have a variety. I think I don't I, necessarily say it's bad mentally, but I think we all have different... Um, I, I think they're forcing us into that, though. I think they're forcing us into a fact fragmented type mindset. I, I, I know. I know this. This is what I'm going to tell you. that I, Before I started fiddling around with Twitter, I was keeping up the news as good as anybody looking at just a few sites, but every one of them required reading. And you could focus on that one article. And, and, and yes, they were serving up what they wanted to serve up. But I've tried to take those four sites that I go to knowing that they, they have kind of different ways they approach thinking about things. But they all, none of them can you scroll through like that. None of them. None of them are you able to, yes, no, yes, no. Uh, and, and all right, so they've got what these dating apps are apparently like that. You're you you thumb through these things, yes, no, yes, no. It, it that's not how you pick a woman, you know, you can't. That'd be like going to a grocery store or something. I don't well, know. Well, they have they have they have different ones, um, that that use different technologies or different methodologies for figuring out who might be compatible. Um, all the way from just if somebody's close and it's a hookup site versus are two people's personalities really compatible. So there's a whole variety of in between. Hmm. Well, the one I saw demonstrated to me recently, what they would do is is the, is you you're you're going up and down. I think is how it kind of worked. And you you see a girl and you say, okay, I'm interested in that one. And then you flip one way or you flip the other if you like it. And you're able to go through these. Swipe left. Huh? Swipe left. Swipe left. That's the term because of Tinder, which is a basically a hookup side, by the way. And what swipe left means is you accept it. Or? You get rid of them. You get rid of them. Swipe right means you're 
you want them. And yeah, they, that's know, what I saw. That, that is the actual slang term now saying that's a slang yeah. word. <laughs> I, actually, that's that's like a, a half a decade old swipe right or swipe left. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, I've, yeah, I've, I've intentionally not saying I'm, I'm right. I, I am throwing it out there. I've intentionally avoided almost all forms of social media except text. And right, I, so let, 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 let me go back to your defragmented your brain thing. If you let them scroll you where you're just scrolling through, yes, I agree with you. But you don't have to use those social media and communication sites in that way. You can search or you can follow particular topics or groups or threads or people or influencers or whatever. And you can just focus on the Speaker of the House and what they're posted. Yeah, uh, you can search search for things like that. So you still are in a driver's seat. It's just whether you want to push the automate drive me around button or you want to do some it's driving. It's still going to be fragmented, though. I don't know the about mirror, the mirror, the mirror. the table of contents. You choose whether how deep you want to dive. But I don't think you end up doing the diving. That's what I think happens. I think I do believe that, that, that having an article that you need to read instead of getting it almost by osmosis by flipping through these experts. And I, and, and I saw so on the, on the Stein trial, I, I will say this, I can follow it easier on Twitter than any other place. Mm-hmm. Right? It's still fragmented. It's still, it's still, uh, it's still, you gotta, I, I yeah, gotta, Twitter, Twitter's giving you an hors d'oeuvre. You have to choose to go dive into the ingredients. So then, then you go to these guys that are on Twitter that are that it's it's an interesting concept. They're taking the transcript and then they're having actors read it. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of times I I listen to them. I don't like listening to them much, and you know then you'd hear the commentary. I I don't know. All I all I know is I'm not. I I I I I, I went without Twitter yesterday, and I miss it. And I'm not going back. I'm done with it. I don't care if it is Elon Musk. I'm done with it. it to me, it's it's fragmenting. It's not. It's it's bad for my brain. And you could sit there and blow 15 minutes without even thinking about it. It's just it's gone. The 15 minutes is gone. And I could have been reading about Marcius or something. You know. By by a, a master, instead of seeing some idiot Washington telling me what to think, and that includes Prosobiak and son of a bitch. I, I just, I just, that's just me, guys. I'm a that's technology Thursday. I'm letting you know. I think, I think you need to go for walks. <laughs> I agree. By the way, uh, that we need to go for walks uh, in nature. Um, in fact, many of the people I follow on Twitter encourage it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, uh, get outside and walk is what they say over and over again so you know I think it depends for me anyway it it helps me get down to the root of something much quicker especially if you take Gork grokking on top of it uh, that really helps and I'm able to get to you know what's the real deal quicker with you know I've always wondered why the people incorporated in Delaware. Well, Grok told me why. And then I have a group of uh, people who've tweeted about it below what he gives me generally. I can then click on that and it goes through a whole, uh, here's, here's an overview of why it happened. 
And then it appears why generally in Delaware people incorporate because it's very friendly. And then it sends me to a Freakonomics video that has a researcher who's gone delved into why he kept seeing everybody incorporated in Delaware when they had didn't do much business there. And it turns out it's also uh, very significant in money laundering. And where does Joe Biden basically know every judge, jury, and everybody? Delaware. All right. But I'm going to tell you that before I went to law school, I already knew that about Delaware. I already knew why they were there. I asked questions and I read the Wall Street Journal and I I learned back then because it was curious to me. It was curious to me. So you think about before the Internet, I learned that. I didn't have to have the Internet. Now, do I like the Internet? No, I love it because I get I I, I have at my fingertips libraries that no way could I have afforded them. No way. And, and and I don't think you could get most of this stuff even in libraries. You can't in probably big cities, but you can't here. I uh I I love the internet. I don't want to get you I don't want to say that's it. It's social media that I don't like. Oh, many people don't, yeah. But anyway, I, I don't I don't I'm not even really condemning anybody. It uses everybody's got their strengths and their weaknesses, what they like and they don't like. But I like and think it's important. I do think it's important. Now, I like it, but I think it's important that you learn to focus really hard on one thing and thoroughly get to know what it means. I, I, I think this this idea, this flipping through that on the internet, it was it, it gave me. It was almost making me anxious. It, it could be. And and I said that about the movies. One of the reasons I quit watching you, you, most of the movies I watched are older. Some of them I I talk about do flash around. But you know, the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, what's the guy that wrote that? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. He lets you focus. You watch, that, you watch that movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you can focus. He's not flapping all over the place. It, they, they, I, I, I'm hoping that it goes back. I, 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 I'm not, I, I definitely want to say this. I'm not saying we need to do anything to stop it. Not at all. I just think the way you stop it is you stop it. But I personally, I'm done with it. I, won't, I will not go back to X. I won't now. Grok, different matter. Uh, Grok ha- has has abilities that the other. But let me tell you, let me tell you something. It's not flawless. Do you know that? Oh no! According to it, it argued with me. that computer argued with me. told me that the that the Foster Farms plant and Farmer will close in 2023. I said that's false, and he goes, e- "You're wrong." He argued with me this Grok thing, and I went, "I live." Less than sixty miles from that thing. I live more. I, in fact, I think I live thirty-five miles from there. And I can tell you, I've talked to somebody on the phone today that works there. That has not closed. And then he, it writes back. Well, you know what? You're the one who's responsible to make sure that I got it right. Yeah, that's a disclaimer. <laughs> when you use it, by the way. Yeah. But I mean, it's not. It's artificial intelligence, but it's as wrong as much as humans. And then, and then, Chat GTP didn't differentiate a pronoun. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like I say, they're they're large language models. They're models on language. Humans have language, so you know they know how to lie and they know how to argue because of large language models. Because that's what humans do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do find Grok very useful. I will say that I don't find any use in and and I, in 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 X. Now, I want to say this, that Glenn said something one time, I don't know if you were on here, Dwayne, when he said that, 
that probably the news outlets that I'm looking at or the three, four places that I regularly go to get my news probably do use X. However, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that Glenn Reynolds does, uses X. You know, he seems to, he seems to be a focuser. But I get you guys. I get you guys. But it was Technology Thursday, and I thought this would be a good time for me to, especially with Musk. Uh, well, I certainly don't use X in the way that you did. How do you use it? Tell me. Tell me your, how, what you do. I probably only hop on X three days a week at the most, and when I do, I go to search and I'm looking for certain people or topics. Mm-hmm. I don't let them just scroll me. I scroll them. I guess you have to show me how to do that, but I, I still, I still say it's fragmented. Everything on there's fragmented. They all they limit. Well, them. it's. I understand you saying that because you're hopping on there and you're looking what's on the screen and just scrolling. What I'm saying is I don't do that. If I go to X, I go to X to look for something specific. All right. Well, I mean, let's say that then. Okay. I, I wanted to follow the hockey stick litigation. I mm-hmm. wanted to follow that. And I know that if I go to Stein, he's, he's defendant. It'll be there. And then he'll link me to some people who commented on it. It's fragmented. Still fragmented. It's not. It's not like it used to be, where you would get a good article that summarized and and, and built on what what was said the paragraph before. And and yeah, it's it's not that anymore. It's yeah, it's not journalism. It's fragmented. Yeah. Well, we don't have journalism anyway. Right. It's been gone for a long time. Revolver. What? Revolver writes. They don't write them every day, but Revolver. Does some investigative research. And they link to a lot of other sites and X, by the way. Oh, no, I'm talking about their stuff. I agree. And then, right. I understand. Even, even their stuff has links to X. Perhaps. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, they broke the X did not break this J6 bomber thing. He did. Right. And remember, where did he get most of the videos they looked at? Well, X. Because people posted them there, and they were able to go through the ones that were available. And well, no, go back to it. Then. Go back to it. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Then let's go back to it. He wrote an article. He wrote articles on this, long articles on these things. And yes, he used sources. Always, people have used sources. I don't think anybody in Wall Street Journal ever writes an article without using a source. But they used something you say would fragment them to focus in and really dig down and basically prove uh you know that this j6 bomber thing had a lot of problems and it was why weren't they talking about it and all the you know dog not parking on that thing and it's because basically capital police set the bombs okay probably i mean i don't have absolute evidence of that but probably i i'm definitely not saying get rid of it i'm not saying get rid of rustin rants i'm not saying get rid of wall street journal Go wherever you feel most comfortable. I, I, I get both of you. I see, and I do know that Doc does very similar. He's trying to explain it to me as to what Dwayne does. If he wants to see what Prozac is saying, he goes, that's what he'll do. He'll just go straight to that and see what he's talking about that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, and then I will say this, that tomorrow, I hope that, come on, Dwayne, by the way, we need three people tomorrow because my family's <laughs> going to Mardi Gras. Uh, but, um, Glenn is going to. Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday. Yeah, I know, but they're he's going. They're going to do. Come on, Mardi Gras season. <laughs> so, so um, I know what it means. Uh, but anyway, getting back to it, I, Glenn's going to. We're going to talk about 
the conspiracy that that uh, the Taylor City Swift is um, a CIA op or something like that. Well, Glenn is going to get a lot of his information off of Twitter. I know that because it's every other freaking post. Um, so, um, but anyway, it's going to be it's going to serve us tomorrow. X is going to serve us tomorrow because we're going to have information to show that she's a uh, a CIA op. And it's going to be convincing, right, Glenn? Glenn? Pretty convincing, yeah. All right, it's sort of it's more convincing after the Super Bowl. Since I'm not going back there, tell me, is Sarnovich is he anti-Trump? No, he says no. Now, is he a super Trump supporter? No, he was really a DeSantis guy, but then he says DeSantis screwed up. So no, we're voting Trump. You know, and when he says that, he says, you know, you need to vote Trump like your life depended on. It. That's what he's saying. Okay. It looked like to me he was trying to say that that. that by nominating Trump, the Republicans have conceded. That's what I thought he was saying. All right. So let's go to the what really is technology, if you don't mind, guys. Thank you for that. That was a fun debate. Uh, you got me to thinking. I, I want to make sure, though, absolutely you understand. I don't think there's anything sinful or wrong or inferior. I just I just think that, that, that we are becoming – I think that if you don't balance that with something, really read a book. And read it all the way through so you can get into someone's mind, you know, really get into it. Read a, read a Shakespeare play. Do something other than scroll through that is what I recommend. Yeah, you can't have banana smoothies all the time. You got to eat your broccoli yeah. and Brussels sprouts. That was, and he, yeah. he's the best at leading into where we're wanting to go. I'm amazed, but I could, there's, they've, Neuralink is now in, inside of a human. It's no longer theory. Yeah, and you know, Elon started that with this other guy who's a billionaire who wants to become 18 again. Uh, he is in incredible shape, but you know, he does, he funds a lot of these kind of projects. Um, but they started Neuralink, and the state of goal was in case AI got out of hand, humans would still exist. Uh, so Neuralink is. Um, companies and there's other companies in the field too that uh, basically have put a chip in people's head that wirelessly can communicate with other devices, uh, whether they be um, a camera, whether it be a computer, whether it be a um, prosthetic arm. Uh, all those things have been done prior to Neuralink. Uh, now, the difference is the amount of electrodes implanted in human in any brain um, or animal brains was at most, and these were kind of passive implants. They were like a, a cap you wore. Uh, was most about two hundred and thirty something, you know, electrodes, as they said. Um, Neuralink is going to do fifteen hundred electrodes. And it has implanted through robotic surgery in apparently a quadriplegic. That's the best information I have. Um, these electrodes, this neural link chip. And the idea is to, you know, basically there's the brain is still giving signals to the leg. But the leg won't move because the circuitry is broken. They could reestablish the circuitry with neural link. Wow. Now, have they? No, not yet, but they could. Obviously, uh, it's pretty super promising for uh, blindness. In other words, 
it could basically cure all blindness. According to Elon, you know, he says these things and you think, yeah, right, until he does it, and then you go, holy crap, yeah. he did that, you know. Uh, you know, he, he said, yeah, we're going to launch, you know, more, uh, you know, uh, rockets than ever, ever has ever been launched. We're going to do that. We're going to do it in like five years, I think he said at the time, and everybody laughed, and then he did it. In fact, more than he even proposed. So, you know, when he says that, it has a little more what I would call credibility. Yeah. Um, you know, the only problem I see with it. Now that person is not going to know how to differentiate his pronouns. And he's going to think the formable plant's closed. Yeah, that's going to happen. So, you know, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to have to my point is, work, what you, work on that. But My point is, are they going to be able to feed false information into them? They could, yeah. The security issue is an issue there. And, of course, they're working on that part. Um, you know, it's like... Well, they're feeding false information into our brains right now through the news. <laughs> Why is that that different? You know, oh, you got well, to differentiate. At least I have a chance of rejecting it. <laughs> Maybe this person will be able to translate and explain that the definition of the plant closing was that they changed corporate um, yeah. design. They closed one corporation, started another corporation, transferred assets. I could never find out how they were making that mistake. I tried to find it. Couldn't find it. No, they, they retrofitted in 2022. And so um, I, 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 you know, I found a lot on it, but I could not find what, what he was looking for. And I asked, could you tell me where it is? It said, no. I have an insider. <laughs> I'll find out for you. Well, I, I think that I think that you're going to find an X. I mean, an X uh, that that Grok was just wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. It, it says that in the disclaimer when you start using it. Says, well, I don't have a problem with that. Careful. There's Grok is long, wrong a lot. I, I, I mean, I'm just telling <laughs> you, though. Verify your information. Yeah. yeah that, that, that it's not perfect. That's all I'm saying. And, and, and I, I'm still using it. I like it. There's things that it does well. There's things that it doesn't do well. I, I really, really tell you that I, it's funny. Using, I use all four. I use Grok, Bard, ChatGTP. And uh, co-pilot, but I used, but I, it's almost like you've learned three different human beings, and you know, yeah. just like yeah. here, I would not assign Doc a, a job that requires a lot of phone calling because he does not like to do that. But the others, others here that do like to talk on the phone, yeah, probably, you know, that's who you assign it to. And so it's the same yeah. thing. If you, but if you want to, if you want, what Grok is the very best is, is it knows what if you if you tell it tone down the rhetoric, man. I'll say, look, one notch, not two. I've learned to say it that way. And that thing will take it and put it just the right amount of rhetoric if you want. You know, after something, now you can, it, it, none of them are good at original compositions. I was hoping I could use them for rough drafts. They're not good at that. They're good at your, and they're good at cleaning up your rough draft. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, your wife knows where she doesn't want to go to dinner. It's sort of right. But they, but there are certain things it can do. Like it, you, it could take a, okay, well, here's the job description. That you that this company has, oh, yeah. you you fit it into uh, what do the voc rehab people say that job requires, and then you just feed in the medicals. It comes pretty freaking close. You still have to clean it up, like you say. Yeah. But it can take that information and process it in seconds that it would take you hours to do. That's yeah, what it I can mean, do. I'll give you an example of some I heard 
and you know, James already knew this, and you know, as Paul has said it to me many times, but I never connected the dots on that. Yeah, we had problems with uh, counting in 2020 in certain areas. And I, what I had never hooked the dots up on and said, yeah, but it was just swing states that had these problems. And then the other thing I didn't know was, oh, and by the way, they all stopped at the same time in different time zones. Talking about voting count, vote counting, yeah. Yeah, vote counting. Right. And so I went, wait a minute. I kind of knew each one of those, but I had never put them together because, you know, our news media is so good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was able to ask Grof and specific counties, all sorts of things, and he came back with the information. Then I can go confirm it. It actually has, like, where he got, you know, it, it lists, like, here's some tweets on this that you can go further look into. And on the bottom, of humans will actually look into it. And you can judge those for yourself. So you can go pretty deep with it. Um, I, I go to chat, you know, because chat GVHP, you know, just to ask it. And it wouldn't even give me, so I'm sorry, I can't give you any information on 2020 election. Uh, yeah, it, it is interesting. That is true. Oh well, chat. You're in four, though, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in four. Yeah, three, in three, four, with, three which was three was enough. Supposed to be able to search the internet, do all sorts of things, and you refuse to do it. Gotcha. Um, um, so that that brings about something interesting. Did you hear or watch Zuckerberg get crucified in Congress yesterday? I, I heard about it. Yeah, I saw the headline. Yeah, he, he um. You know, Ted Cruz did not hold back. He absolutely assassinated him um, with his line of questioning. <clears throat> so so the, the, the deal is Zuckerberg um, was answering for Meta, censoring conservatives so well, but yet just barely putting on a psychological prophylactic for child porn that said, yeah. hey, this might be child porn. Um, click here if you want to continue to see this. And that's, that's what he was going after him about. And then you had all those family moms there of kids that have committed suicide or you know, through sextortion and stuff that was related yeah. to Meta. And finally, one of the Congress ladies, at, uh, I think it was a congresswoman, I, I don't remember who it was, said, you know, they're all here. They have their posters, their signs. Why don't y'all hold it up? Do you want to say something and apologize to these people? And, you know, he did about the only thing he could do. He got up, looked contrite, and he did apologize to them. I would have gone one step further. He should have said, I have information I would like to hand to you guys to reach out to me because I want your input on what we can do better. Yeah, but I don't think he has the emotional capacity to do that. No, no. Wow. Now, Meta is what? He's always been a weirdo, but that's part of his issue. What? Meta is Facebook now. That's right. Okay. Yes, make everything Trump again. (laughs) 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 No, I can't believe you went to Congress. He didn't have a choice. It's a hearing where they just pontificate in front of the cameras and then nothing happens. Okay, so the hearing did did uh did um did Biden's son go do what he was supposed to do yet? Has he gone done his deposition? I think so. I think he has. Uh, uh oh back up in Congress? No, I think that's they reissued that and I think it's coming up. I don't I think it's sometime later this month maybe. So my point is that not everybody shows up when they're supposed to just because it's Congress. 
Um, he did. Yeah. Kudos to him for that. Uh, I mean, I think he's so rich he doesn't care. Well, his his lawyers begged, "Hey, can we do it again? We'll come this time." All right. So, so you know, Fannie Willis, uh, she messed around with married man. He, he he files for divorce the day after she hires him to be uh, to prosecute Trump, and then it turns out that his wife is pissed off about it, and so she starts filing for some temporary alimony, uh, and and so. They're denying it, so she schedules the deposition. Because you get, get, by the way, to get temporary alimony, it has to be some fault. Okay, so they have to prove that it wasn't just irreconcilable differences; that he did something that destroyed the marriage. Fault. Alienation of affection, or something. Adultery is one of them. You know, that's yep. fault. So they wanted to take Fanny's deposition, and all of a sudden, they poured all kind of settlement money on. Fanny Willis's Paramore's soon to be ex-wife. Where'd that money come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soros could pour plenty of money into that little thing. It's okay. So they paid her off middle of the night. You wake up in the morning, the deposition schedule is canceled. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. All right. So uh, is there anything else technology you need to talk about? Um, I saw there was another launch of SpaceX. They put something up there that for a competitor, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, SpaceX is going right now training the uh, NASA astronauts to go up to the space station. Really? Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> because they have the best launch platform. And, and then get things out. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I don't think we went to the moon in '69. Um, the uh, wow, yeah, because you know it's 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 amazing what he has done on that. You know, by the way, you know, speaking of the Tesla cars, I saw an article, and I actually read this article that people don't want electric cars. But they like hybrids. Yes. Okay. Now, I drove a, a hybrid to Pennsylvania, Penn State, when, Char- when Sarah was there to go visit her. And, mm-hmm. and I liked it. It got incredible mileage. It was quiet. It was a, a Prius or something. It was a Ford. Yeah. And I like Prius it. is not a Ford. It's a Toyota. Okay. Is it? Okay. Well, so Ford does have some hybrids, too. I want to say it yeah. was a Ford hybrid, but maybe it was. It was some kind of hybrid. Maybe it was a Prius. I don't know. It was a Prius. It was okay. So that's Toyota? Yeah, that's Toyota. Okay. Anyway, I liked the car. So I, when I came back, I looked into it, and I thought, oh, wow. You talk about when that battery's gone, it's expensive to fix it. So you really do have a, a limited lifetime on those cars now i don't know if the price is going to come back down but i did like a hybrid it wouldn't it wasn't green or anything like that i just liked it you it was you know you were driving along and all of a sudden the motor was off you were on battery and, and why do you say it's not green i'm saying that's not why oh i well i don't think those batteries are green i think they're bad for, you know i don't i think the i think that's a those batteries are just as much a pollution as anything but I, uh, but I do. That doesn't matter. That's not it. My point is, is I don't make my decisions based on some politician telling me that I'm killing something. Yeah, I'm going to go right. right. And, and yeah. but I, you know, we literally. It, it, it seemed like we weren't using any gas. We were, but it was, you know, you could go a long, long way. 
and it was used. And apparently, I don't know how, how is it charging? Is it charging by the friction of the brakes, or what's it doing? No, it's doing both. It's it's got a gas engine in it. It's a smaller engine because the engine doesn't have to provide the horsepower to get you uphill or up speed. The engine is providing additional electricity that can boost you when you need it, but it's generally providing electricity um, to the battery. So the battery is storing the electricity for you to run it like an electric golf cart. And when you push the gas pedal hard and it's discharging the battery at a certain rate, above a certain rate, then it asks the engine to kick on and and give me a boost. So it kind of does both. But also whenever you're reducing your speed, it has regenerative braking. So the brakes turn into generators and it recoups a percentage of the forward momentum and turns that back into electricity to recharge the battery. Okay. So I, I, I think that hybrids may become a thing. They've been a thing. Well, no, they're, they're a thing. I agree. I'm saying a real thing. Like, I mean, they literally have been around for 18 years. All right. I'm telling you that I, I agree with you. I went, to, I went to Penn State one years ago. Uh, I'm saying mm-hmm. a real th- where people will say I would prefer that over gasoline. I mean, a well, lot if of you people. Buy an e- if you buy an EV and you put a little Honda generator in the back with a little ten gallon tank <laughs> of gasoline, you have a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big joke that's all over social media. People are like, "Well, I got to charge my EV." He pulls the side of the road. He opens up the hatchback, and he pops. Pops out his generator, plugs it up, and he sits there and waits 20 minutes. If <laughs> <laughs> he's not cold, he's good. There you go. That's funny. That's funny. Anyway, what I'm getting at is they may become very popular. I think that yeah. I think that people what did they what did cold weather didn't affect it. We were up there in cold weather. It did fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't notice that it affects it because it has an engine. So what you got to remember about cold and hot weather is they shrink the gas tank, so to speak. They make the battery not be able to have as much capacity. I got and so if you've got a generator that's making up the difference, as far as you know, so, you know, it's working. Everything's yeah, and it, it was using so little gas, I probably didn't even notice that I was right. more gas. Yeah. Right. I got and, and the thing about uh, a hybrid it, that's unusual is that if you travel with cruise control on long, straight highways like in Louisiana, on long distances, you get poorer gas mileage than if you're driving to town where you're getting that regenerative braking taking place. I gotcha. So you, you can actually have an inverse in your gas mileage rating. You can have a better in town and a worser on interstate. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I forgot to say this. Yeah, today is... Uh, the anniversary of Texas seceding from the Union. It's very important that we we make that notice. And and did you see who this Crager guy is? Says that oh that Michelle Obama is definitely not running for president. She said so. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I was wondering which She's one. She's not running for president, James. She's just going to accept the nomination and get voted. <laughs> There's no running at all. But I, I laughed. Uh, Steve made a, a very funny observation. This is what I said. Apparently, all right. So Michelle Obama. This is what I put. This all right. O'Keefe got somehow or another got into the White House and got this information. 
Michelle Obama is not coming to the rescue for the Democrats, according to Crager, who said, I had a meeting with Michelle Obama. Someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said, no, emphatically. She was like, I've seen all this SHIT my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. But Steve Lee had the most the funniest. He won't come on the podcast. He angers me because he's funny. He said, laughable. The Obamas have always been coddled, appeased, and protected. Try experiencing the Trump treatment and let us know what you think. Oh, wait. The Obamas are the orchestrators of the Trump treatment. Silly me. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Steve's okay with me quoting That's funny. Well, that's the SHIT that she's talking about, probably. We can't get to God. (laughs) I don't, I will tell you this. It's not as easy as that. I I think it's easier to put a brain dead guy in there than put somebody who is unqualified, but it's not brain dead. I don't think she's brain dead. I think she's unqualified. And so, so. It's easier to to control Biden. You just hey, you crapped your britches. You need to go that direction, or you didn't crap your britches. Go in there and sniff that lady. I just, I, you know, he's he's just not there. The, the guy's not all there. But anyway, he that did you see? O'Keefe, did you see that? That he he penetrated the White House. <laughs> that to me is funny. Apparently, he also interviewed. Somebody, I don't know if he was a, I don't know, he interviewed somebody who was in the Biden White House and he said, oh yeah, his dementia is horrible. You know, he confirmed a lot of things. Right. I don't know, but, you know, we'll see. Well, one of the last tweets that I looked at was O'Keefe saying, by the way, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. All right, so I want to spend some time on non-technology things. Um, Dwayne um, is going to argue the silly proposition that communists lie. I can't think that any communist who's ever lied. Yeah, they 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 work backwards. The progressive aggressive left that implements all these bizarre policies that's got us all twisted around. They, they, I, I, I'm going to say they argue in a way that they're still transparent if you know what to look for. Their policies don't square with one another. You know, good, honest people that come to principled conclusions like our founding fathers, they were so clever in the way that they wrote the laws and the Constitution, but they based it upon founding principles of ethics and righteousness. But when you look at the progressive left policies that they implement, and then their principle that they state why they believe that to be a good thing to do, they just don't square with one another. Let me give you the example that I've been thinking about this past week as the whole southern border thing explodes in everybody's face. Let's take the classic argument that they have put forth now for two decades against school choice. So help me understand from what you know all their arguments are why eroding our public schools by allowing school choice is a bad idea. From what I see, 
they're trying to argue from what they think is a position of of ethical, moral, high standard of you would be taking away resources such as money from the public schools, eroding their infrastructure, making the public school, turning it into crap, and you would be taking some of the best kids away and eroding that environment from the kids that are left. So if you were a child that was left in the public school, you would see it deteriorate and you would have less good people to be around that you could learn from how to and behave the good or act or whatever. And the good teachers. Do what? And the good teachers. Yeah, and the good teachers, too. So everything about it, they would say, would start eroding. So that is what they claim is their high moral ground for why they argue against school choice. And, you know, if I want to keep a critical thinking, open mind, I can understand that concept. But I don't think that that should take away the prerogatives of other parents to move their kids from a failing school. Agreed. So if we look at what's the open borders from their point of view that they make the moral argument why we should have. I mean, they keep trying to say, well, it's not open. Forget that. It's open. We know it's open. Yeah, we it's just, obvious. It's we just we, dis, we, so, dis, we discussed that very thoroughly next Monday. We discussed it very so, well. So, so why why are they saying open borders are good? Because these people are poor. They're deserving. They'll come here. They'll work. They'll be good citizens, good neighbors. They'll pay taxes. They will help prop up our social security. You know. It, what, what else? They'll, they'll add diversity to our country. Um, we're not producing babies at the rate we need, so this will help, but it's not replacement theory now. Uh, so, so they argue all this good stuff, but wait a minute. What did we just say about arguing against school choice? So you're going to take all of these people away from their towns and communities in these other poor countries. This is probably quality people that they're arguing need to come here and be part of America, but you're going to be eroding and rotting the infrastructure of these other countries you're letting all these people run from at the rate of millions a year. Uh, but if, if, unless, you're, unless you live in Buckeye, you can move to a, a, another school district if you want to. Well, they don't want to talk about that. Okay. See, they have... They have programs in place to prevent people from moving. That's that's another one I'll get into in a minute. But what I'm saying is you can really look at this argument against school choice and an argument against merit-based limited immigration and say that they're at odds with one another. They don't square with one another. One is totally against the other. The principles don't match up. So their stated purpose is not true. They have a different purpose of why they have those policies in place. Well, I mean, the common denominator is they want to destroy both. I mean, that's it. Well, well, we, we know the reason they argue against school choice is they need strong teachers unions to collect a lot of money to feed politicians, to make policies and laws to feed money back to labor unions. It's just a self-licking ice cream cone. It's a circular inbreeding loop. Oh, by the way, I think I found a solution to uh, immigrants coming in. Yesterday or this week, past week, a, an immigrant living up 
I think in Indiana or somewhere up there, um, found out that the teacher was helping her child transition. She took that child and fled the country. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it for me. Yeah. Well, let me make sure I got you right. Uh, I'm fascinated by what uh, Dwayne said. That it was a, don't take the silence as not thinking about it. Um, basically, if I'm what I'm getting, what you're saying is, is they're not. We we we're not going to be able to look for consistency as to why they choose certain policies. We have to look for another reason. Is that it? Yes. Okay. And your theory on that reason for their policies? What's the common denominator as to why they're well? It's always self-indulgence with that party. They're not for the country. They're for their group or their party. So school um, school choice erodes the left's infrastructure that they have set up between teachers unions and political parties and politicians. It, it, It totally disassembles that. It will not survive. And so they have to defend that like their life depends upon it. They have already lost the 2020 census. It has eroded California and New York's power in the House of Representatives, and they need to build that back up. Hence, sanctuary cities. And when open borders come in and immigrants are flooding to those states in the 2030 census, they have a very good chance of getting that back and maybe more. Hey, listen, something a lot of people don't know. I didn't know it till recently. The census that they use, the, the numbers that they use from the census to determine how many representatives you get in Congress isn't based on voters. It's Correct. based on population, based whether on they population. can vote or not. That, yep. that even means people visiting our country on vacation. That's, that's how they do it. It's amazing. They just want warm bodies. Heck, they might even go to the morgue. I don't know. All right, that ball-headed guy that we talk about every now and then beats women, supposedly, uh, Tate. Is that his name? Andrew Tate? Oh, Tate, yeah. Who are you trying He's to say? Guy, yeah. Who are you talking about? I thought you were talking about James Carville. Oh, right? no, 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 no. I, 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 I don't like that. I'm like, I don't talk about him. No, I know. Uh, but anyway, I'm not that good. At, I, I, I can't stand that guy. Uh, you know, you know, that's that woman comes all the way up behind us, all the way up here, comes in with her daughter in her hand. That's who I want my neighbor. Shut up. That's not who we're talking about. We, you've seen those. I haven't seen that person yet go through that border. All right. Now, uh, Tate, every time I see him, it's been filtered. Okay. Somebody has said, this is what James needs to hear. And so it makes the, 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 the places that I look. But I always agree with him. So if, if, if that's what, what Glenn is saying a lot of times is, is you don't know what they're doing like that to the left, saying just certain things, and then the left's going to agree with it. So you think this is what it is. So with Andrew Tate, every time I hear him speak, I like him. Right? Yeah. But I'm, I've been very careful not to say that I like Andrew Tate. I just like some of the things he said. But he said something. He said something that I just absolutely agree with. If you go to Ireland and you move there, don't try to change their culture. They don't want to change their culture. They live together because they like their culture. And if you don't like their culture, don't go there. And I'm not saying you can't go there and do some changing, but I don't think that they have any right to say, well, I I like my culture is, is that you cut off little boys' dicks. 
I, we like doing that. That's my culture. Well, my culture is that James Wilkerson's culture is not that. I'll find out that you're trying to cut off my son's dick. Yours is going to disappear, you know. But my point I make it is, is that he's right. That there's apparently there's this complaint that they don't like the culture of Ireland. Well, that's real simple. Don't go. <laughs> there's a lots of places you could go that agree with your culture. I've, I've listened to Andrew Wilkow for a while, and he has said something, and I repeated it to Big Jim. And Big Jim was absolutely infatuated with this little truism. If all is there comes here, here becomes there. Yeah. Yeah. If I go, if I, if I were to move someplace other than where I am, it's because I liked the place I was moving. I would not move to Seattle right now and try to change it. I would not. I, I'm not going there. I like where I live, so I don't have to go anywhere. But I, if I move, so I, I moved from, from Lafayette to Ruston. People told me I was crazy because the money's down in Lafayette. It is down in Lafayette. Nothing against Lafayette. The food is great. In fact, that's where I got fat because the food was so good. But I like it better here. And so I moved here and I haven't gone to my neighbors and say, hey, start cooking like a Cajun or acting like one or anything else. I moved here and assimilated to this place. Did I make, do I make some, do I complain about certain things? Of course, I've been here long enough. I get to, you know, I don't, uh, I didn't like, (laughs) by the way, I have got to make this diversion here. I've got, I've been meaning to say this on the podcast. So they built this road outside my office. We've been watching them build it now for three or four, five centuries, but they finally finished it. And it's clear that they got the money to build that road. And it goes past this old depot that's now a bank. And it goes all the way to the interstate. It goes on the interstate. And then it goes to the railroad right-of-way. All, you can literally get that right-of-way and go all the way to, uh, to, to the Arkansas border and all the way to, to Alexandria on the other side. And I think that the federal government likes the idea of creating a walkway all the way from Alexandria to um, – to the Arkansas border. Now, where am I going with this? They, they, when they built that road, they had to build, apparently, because it was a, from a, a grant, they had to build the sidewalks big enough that I think you could pass two Honda Civics without hitting each other. That's how wide that sidewalk is. It's like a path. So apparently, the grants say that if you're outside of a city, you have to pave it and put it so many feet wide. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, but I think I'm right. Okay. Now, I, I, that's how I come to work now. So it, this communist idea of, of, of building a, a walkway has created a much better way for me to get to work. It's, it's, it saves me, it, during rush minute, at least a minute and a half to come that other way. I save that much time going to work. People are walking on the freaking road and not that big pathway. Explain that to me. Uh, Darwin wants them gone. <laughs> they don't have purple hair either. Dwayne, do you have any theory of why they don't need Neuralink? They, um, it, it's a, it's a psychological concept called, um, curious behavior. <laughs> so, so if you take a Robin and you're looking at your backyard at your wonderful wooded acres there, and you see this robin that goes up to this base of this little sapling tree and pound its head against the base of the tree, 
you would look at that and say, that's very curious behavior. Why would it do that? But if you pay closer attention, a little worm comes up eventually, and the robin grabs the worm and gets the practice. So when you see curious behavior, you only need to pay better attention to find out where is that reward coming from. So they have a reason, what you're saying. They have a reason. You just have to observe and find out. Now, the robin, it was a rational behavior that you had to wait to see. Could it be that they had an irrational reason for being on the road? Yeah, that, we, we have that, too. It's called drugs. <laughs> well, these were these were people that I would have considered normal. I know two of them. But walk you. Oh, and you have this huge, oversized walkway that you can walk on, and instead you're on a rope. And I, they, all right, where I was going with that, what made you think about that was, I and I love Rustin. I, I want to make sure that anytime I ever criticize, it's it's from love. It's it's the same that I would criticize my wife or my children or me. I love Rustin, and I love living here. I think it's wonderful. Again, I'm complaining. About rush minute, we have rush five minutes. It takes you know, if you ever noticed, it takes you five minutes longer to get downtown at five o'clock than it does at say eleven. You know, you can, but but now they've created this throughway for me. I've cut them in and had it off of my commute. But um, but I've always said we live in a college town and we have a school for the blind. If there's ever a town needed sidewalk, it's this one, and we didn't have them. Well. As much as I've complained about the communism of, of building that ballpark down south of town and that type of thing, um, I do think that we're supposed to do roads and sidewalks. That's the infrastructure that cities are supposed to do. And I commend this mayor for giving us sidewalks. <laughs> but I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe Rustonians don't know what a sidewalk is. That may be you. <laughs> they think they're trespassing. That sure is a nice. No, they think their their uh, their habit is to walk on the road. <laughs> That's true. It could be. Well, it. Maybe they're maybe they're sporting something, you know, some shoes or something like that that they're wanting people to notice. Or they have a death wish. <laughs> Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to observe it as close as I can and see. Can I stop? Can I stop and ask him? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Why are you walking on the road instead of this beautiful sidewalk? <laughs> That's a sidewalk. I thought that was the road. I thought that was. We saw it. Said they thought it was a runway. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bike path. I can't walk on that. Yeah. I have done stupid things. And so, yeah, really, I, I agree with both of you. There's a reason. We just don't know what it is. And it might not be rational, but it's probably as innocent as just, oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> we never had a ride. We never had one. Yeah, I always walk on the road. So why would I walk on the sidewalk now that's built? <laughs> I had to walk on the road for six months because there was no sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> and Dwayne, you've got the next time you're in Ruston, drive by the backside of our office, that road there. I don't know what, what the name, I guess it's called Railroad Drive or something, Railroad 
drive. Anyway, you go go look at that. They 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 they're they're doing they're doing that. They're going to be creating sidewalks. Thank you. I'm happy you're building sidewalks. I'm willing to say close us down 30 days, even 100, even even 90. That's fine. It's fine. Because you, you got to tear it down to build it back up. And they're taking down the, old, the ugly high-line high wires and putting them underground. Again, I don't know that that, 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 sh- that shouldn't be the, the owners of the buildings that should do it. But, oh, we'll leave it like it is. They're building it. So I'm happy they're doing it. But they came in and they just – destroyed the road they have they took the lady who made money for the city that pays it that it gives you tickets for parking too long she now is driving around in a, a golf cart giving you a ride if you want one it's the same distance it was before so i'm not sure why she's doing that i've turned her down but here's the thing they tore the road up and they stopped they haven't done anything in a month it's not a thing and glenn tell them your favorite part of it my favorite part is they have this cherry picker, you know, big heavy machine cherry picker. That uh, instead of you know, like build, you know, since they tore the whole road up, you could put some uh, things there to hold the pole up. Well, the pole's being held up by the cherry picker that has you know a, a, a clamp on it that clamps around the telephone, the telephone pole, but the power line pole. <laughs> And it's just sitting there. And so you've got this huge... It's been there a month. That they haven't used anywhere. Now, they don't have a use for that truck. I don't know. You know, uh, It seems to me that's a hell of a expensive way to hold up a pole. But that's me. Hey, so listen. Well, you just hey, take a, a big, long timber, put it on there, and... You know, in two directions because you've got the whole thing tore up anyway. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so last spoken, spoken like a true capitalist, underutilized resource. Exactly, exactly. What's really funny is nothing's happening, right? And so this road, I, they call it, believe it or not, they you know how they verb a noun. Uh, they are scarf. <laughs> they scarified the road. And, and and so it's still there. You can walk on it. You can drive on it. It's just rough. All right. Well, nothing's happened now since they've torn it up. So somebody took those, you know, those stripe things that are in that diagonal to keep you from driving through a place. It's clo- road close signs. Mm-hmm. They, so they put up road close signs that keep you from getting on our block. Yep. Well, somebody finally got tired of nothing happening. And they removed that. They just moved it over. And so you could drive past the signs now. People are parking there even though the road's closed. <laughs> I don't all I, It's humorous. And, and look, I, mean, I know I'm making fun of Russ. I love it. I don't care. I guarantee you they make just as stupid mistakes in Dallas. Oh, probably worse. Yeah. So it was a try. Okay. Well, go ahead. Well, for instance, in my old hometown, they had a major road that one side was speed limit of 30 and the other side was 35. (laughs) Okay. And and they did a whole report on it. They asked the people in these two towns where that was the border. And they said, well, in Prairie Village, we drive 30. So we have it on our side. It's 30 miles an hour. But it's 35 on the other side. This is a major thoroughfare. Oh, well, uh, that's not our concern. This is our line. It goes to the middle of that road. 
That's hilarious. So, uh, so, well, you know, and, and I know it, so there's there's one of the things is that I've always wondered why speed limits get set the way they do. And uh, I, the the mayor of Vienna, and I know people call it Miami, but it's Vienna. Um, he, I know him very well. I've been knowing him since a freshman in college. Not we're not that bosom buddies, but definitely we'll talk anytime we see each other. Walter Carpenter, he's a very he he was he. <laughs> He was the mayor of Vienna. Now, what's funny, I say, well, congratulations on being mayor. He goes, don't you congratulate on me? It was my turn. Everybody in Vienna takes a year, it takes four years of being mayor. <laughs> Very much like ancient, ancient Athens. Anyway, I asked him about that. I said, well, look, it's kind of strange. You leave Ruston, it's 45. Then it bumps up to 55 between Ruston and right past the church there, I think it's, what's the name of that church there? But there's a, church, a Baptist church to the left there. It's pretty popular. And then it drops to 45. Then you go out way, way, way out of town. It goes back up to 55 for about 100 yards, and it drops up to 65. And I says, who came up with that? And you know what? It, it, so you, it, there's, what does you call it? The, the, that phenomenon of the robin looking, looking for it? Curious behavior. Curious behavior. I asked Mayor about the mayor about that. And he said, here's what happened. You had uh, Dubok given speeding tickets because they would drop the speed limit to 25 or 35 and they would stretch it out of town and it would cause people to think they're not in a town and they, or they don't think they need to be driving it so it doesn't feel right and they get a ticket. So you had that. You had it in, um, in um, Dotson. You had it in Dry Prong, which sounds like a venereal disease. You have it all up and down. They would have these speed traps. So when they when they four laned one sixty seven from Alexandria to 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 the to Eldorado border, they came up with objective uh, determinations of the speed limit for that entire road that they updated. And if you're in a city limits, well, first of all, you start with this. If it's divided, then it's you can go up to 65. So if the highway is a divided highway, it can go up to 65 until you get into a city limit. If you get into a city limits, then when it becomes not divided, then uh, no, no, excuse me. Well, except if it's when you get into a city limits, it has to it can drop down as low as 45. Okay, but if it's divided. It can be 65, must be 65. If it's not divided outside of a city limits, it's 55. So inside the city limits, regardless if it's divided or not, it's 45. And then if it's a school zone, 35. All right, so you got it. So if you're coming from Arkansas, you're, you're on a, a four-lane divided highway, it's 65. Then it drops down to 50, to an, it, it combines together and now it's an undivided for, uh, uh four lane, but you're still outside of the city limits of Vienna. So it's 55. Then you cross into Vienna, that drops it to 45. Well, that church is not in the city limits of Vienna, even though it's next door, very right next door to City Hall. But you leave Vienna, now you're on undivided highway, and so it goes back up to 55. Then you hit Ruston city limits and it drops back to 45. That's your what did you say? Curious behavior. That's where the curious behavior comes from. I mean, that's the answer to that curious behavior. It's the silliest thing, though. That it changed the speed. It changed the speed limit five times in a mile and a half. <laughs> curious behavior. Yeah, I'm very curious. But Walter Carpenter explained it to me. 
<laughs> and you know what's funny? You 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 see it then everywhere you go. You see, okay, that's why this speed limit is what it is. And I and I think I think there's one more um thing that could allow you to drop it to 35, and it's something to do with crossroads, the size of crossroads. Apparently, if you have certain number of crossroads that are four laned controlled by traffic control lights, like red lights, people who are not precise because um, it can be green. Um, apparently, you could drop it to 35, but he didn't get into that because there are no such roads in Vienna. <laughs> well, that's my curious behavior today. I want to say this, Dwayne. I'm going to give a very lot of thought to what you're saying. My theory has always been about just to close this out, of the, to close that topic out. I believe that that communists are trying to kill everything and make us take a black pill, meaning that we get discouraged and think there's nothing we can do. And so they're destroying our electric election system. They're control. They're destroying our 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 roads. They're destroying gas ovens. We can't have that. They're, they're destroying our confidence in the police. They're destroying our confidence in, in politicians. Uh, I think that they're they're destroying our confidence in schools. They're doing it on purpose. It's a feature, not a flaw. But what yep. you're making me think about, Dwayne, and that's why I want to think about it some more, what you're thinking about is the way they decide how to destroy it. Mm-hmm. That's the interesting thing to me. I just know that there's two things that can that are necessary to defeat communism. One is prayer. You should be praying that we're delivered from the evils of of um, communism. And I think you just have to go to PJ's and Halton. That's it's just well, yeah. Necessary. That's really how you defeat communism because you're 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 doing commerce. Uh, you're getting boosted, and your brain is you're so fired up that you want to go do things and uh, you're, you've had this wonderful experience sitting, uh, drinking your coffee, your tea, your, uh, of course, boosted uh, teas are delicious. Uh, you can also have a wonderful time with delicious breakfast pastries. Chocolate croissant is really good if you've got the calories to do it. Uh, you can you get one of those suckers because they, they're so tasty. And of course, you have breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, and of course, if you really need to get out and get wings, you got all natural Red Bull as well. <laughs> Can't beat that, man! Hey guys, I've so much appreciated. It's, it's it's a blast when I talk with you guys, and you're very very smart, and you make me think of things I don't think of, and so I guess it's because you guys read different things than I do. But I appreciate you. <laughs> And I definitely appreciate at least listeners and I. Uh, the comments that I get in the comrades are, is amazing. We are on X Twitter now. You can they can comment on ours, can they, or can they? Is there a way? Oh, to- sure, sure. You go to the uh, the at the real James is where you, where you find it on Twitter. The real James, what? Oh, right. What's it called? What's it called? Well, it's it's our our Twitter side, but we you know because. Uh, certain people took other things. I couldn't put it the real James perspective. I had to put it the real James. Well, I so am the real James. The real James. <laughs> Me and that guy that wrote the book in the Bible, we're the real James. Yeah, there you go. All you're right. The real James. Dwayne, thank you, buddy. Are you going to come back on tomorrow, Dwayne? I'll try my best. I hope you will. It's going to be very much fun because cause Glenn is going to have to lead the James Perspective uh, 
uh, Conspiracy Friday because Charlotte will yeah. be on her way down to New Orleans. She's going to go see Les Miserables too, but but that it's it's Carnival Week and time, and their kids are go- her, my daughter's kids are going there. But anyway, Doc is going too, so he can't be here. Uh, so it's Glenn and me. But I like having three people that, that can challenge Glenn's theory that. Well, I'm a Taylor Swift fan, so I, I really need to try to beat that. Oh, good. And I, and I think she sucks. So I will. that will be a lot of fun. All right, Don't guys. Don't sugarcoat it so much, James. Anyway. I never do. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.